everybody. Welcome to Amplify Your Impact, where we talk to fast-growing, mission-driven entrepreneurs about how they're growing their businesses and helping others to get results. And on this episode, we have Tiffany Lewis. Tiffany is a messaging coach, and she helps her fellow coaches and done-for-you service pros get clear on their brand message and story so that they can sign up more clients and sell out their offer every single time. So she is perfect to bring on to the show today. And I'm so happy to have you here with us, Tiffany. Thank you, Susan. I'm so excited to be here and chat with everyone listening. Yeah. So let's get to know you a little bit, a little bit more because I know you've got an interesting story. You and I have known each other for a little bit. We've kind of been in the same circles for a little while. Um, give us kind of your background on where what you were doing before you started your business and kind of like your a, a short version of your journey starting your business to where you're at now. Awesome. Yeah. So I actually come from an education background. Um, I spent about 15 years in education. Um, I guess last year is when I hit my 15th year. And in 2018, I was like so over teaching and administrative work, like in schools. Um, and I was, you know, searching the internet for like, how can I work from home? <laughs> uh, I came across an ad for this program to teach me how to freelance work from home uh, and not have to choose between work life and home life being a mom. So I'm like, sign me up. Um, and that's what I did. I actually started my business as a general VA and social media manager. And I did that for about a year. Uh, it was, you know, pretty cool. It, it taught me some really interesting things about business and about people and like working with clients in that way. And a year into my business, I pivoted to copywriting and I actually have a background in communications and public relations. So writing made awesome. sense. Yeah, it made sense. Um, and then this year I added coaching to my business. I still do, you know, copywriting services, um, but I have a background in um, coaching administratively in schools. And so that was just a natural progression for me as well. So yeah, that's where I am. <laughs> that's awesome. And so, okay, so you're doing this coaching now, which is so cool because I think it's just this really amazing opportunity that we have at this point in in like technology that we have and the ability is to do so many things like just this coaching uh info product kind of industry like if it makes sense for you to go into it it's like so powerful so i love that you have evolved your business into that space and that's currently the trajectory i'm on as well so i get really excited yes. about it <laughs> Um, can you talk to us then about like, what does that, what is your coaching look like? Um, tell us some details and like how you're helping your people. Yeah. So, um, fun fact that the coaching industry, uh, I think is supposed to hit like 23 billion by 2023. Uh, so that's like really yeah. cool. And I, I, I agree with you. I think it's such an amazing industry to go in. And I was finding the reason I added this, um, to my business is because I was finding that the missing piece between writing copy for clients and their success was this strategy piece. And I felt like we were spending so much time every month on our check-in calls going over marketing strategy. And I'm like, you know what? I think there's something here. So that's kind of why I pivoted um, to add coaching. And that's currently like what I help clients with today. So we work on 
foundational skills, so really digging deep into their why and their mission and vision and values. Then from there, we craft their brand story uh, and then their brand message. And then we create a strategy that works for them that's unique to their business and not like a cookie cutter, what everyone else is doing to build yeah. out their copy and content. So it's really that's cool. cool. Um, yeah, and I have um, several things. So we, I work one-on-one -on -one with clients, but I also have a group coaching program that uh, we'll be starting next month um, that um, we kind of work in a group setting for this, for the whole, you know, all the shebang around brand messaging and brand storytelling. Yeah. Is that the, um, is that the message master Academy that you have? Yeah. Is that someone that's launching? Yeah. That's message so cool. Master Academy. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> since, since we're talking about it, give us, give us like the details on it. You can go ahead and, and plug it right here. If you oh, want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So message master Academy is a 12 week, 90 day, three months, however you want to call it, um, group hybrid group, group coaching program. So, and it's hybrid because it offers some one-on-one -on -one components as well as the group coaching component. And over the 12 weeks, um, like I said, we focus on those foundational skills at the very beginning and some mindset stuff because mindset is like 80% of this business game. Then we focus on building out your brand message and story. And then the third monthly focus is around creating a strategy uh, for your copy and content, i.e. marketing plan. Um, and you get uh, weekly group calls and then there are four or five, depending on when you sign up, um, four or five one-on-one -on -one calls so that we can really like dig deep into your strategy and you get that hybrid component with those one-on-one -on -one calls. That's so um, cool. Yeah, it's so cool. It's really exciting. Everything's done in Slack too. That's the other um, cool piece where you get all your material review and ask questions and things like that. So I'm excited. Yeah, that, that is really exciting. And I love that you're doing a group coaching program. I think I've been, I think probably you as well, but I myself have been through a lot of group coaching programs yeah. and I always find that I do the best in those programs. Um, one-on-one -on -one is great, but it feels like I work maybe a little bit slower with one-on-one -on -one. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, I don't know if that's typical. That doesn't sound right. But for me, that's how I work. And I think for the group, it's because you get to sit in and listen to all the feedback that everyone else is getting. And so while yeah. you may not be getting your, your time, you get to listen to other people's problems and most likely they're having the same issues that you're having. And so you get like, it's, it's just great. You get to learn. Yeah. From people as yeah. Well. It's, it's something <laughs> about the community. Um, and not re not really competition, but having other people to say like, hey, I should be here or I'm not alone in this issue. Like that it's all about community for me. So I do very well in group programs is also. Um, and what I like about the Slack portion is that you can kind of, you know, when you have Voxer access for some groups, you don't get to hear everyone's problems. Yeah. But when you have sort of an open forum, you can see what other people are experiencing and you can kind of like use that to fuel you a little bit. So yeah, I agree with you. That's yeah. so cool. Um, yeah. Okay. So I wanted to ask you also, um, we're going to shift gears a little bit here. Uh, what are you, um, okay. So we know what, what your program is. We know what you're focusing on right now. Um, what what does the future look like for you? What, what is, I mean, you, you are, oh, before I ask you that though, because you're about to launch this program, it's, you're not, it's not launched yet, right? right As right. of the recording of this interview, 
probably right. by time it does come out though I think it will be when did you say you were launching it uh it, the the start first start date is July yeah okay so <laughs> by the time you guys are listening to this episode it will have been launched um Tiffany real quick if you know at this point where people can go to learn more about it like you have a website yet or should they just connect with you on social media uh, yeah, definitely come to my Instagram. Um, it's tiffanylewis.propels and there's a link there in my bio. You can DM me. I love chatting with people in DMs as well. Um, but yeah, you can, you can check out the link to apply or join in my, on my Instagram. Awesome. Okay. So we know your immediate future plans are to get yeah. this program launched, which is just so cool. Um, what is your like grand vision of your business look like? I, I love hearing about this because this is something I've been focusing on myself of like, okay, I know what I'm doing in the next like few months, but like, what am I working toward? Like, where is this all leading? So do you, um, and, and that's kind of what you help people with in a way, right? Like the vision. Um, so what is, what is your vision? What's your, your big, um, mission or your, you know, your, your purpose of your business? This is such a great question. Um, So I have a twofold answer. So uh, a few weeks ago, um, I did like a thinking journaling type exercise where we had to basically look 10 years into our future. It was very scary, but also so cool because it let me see some things that I didn't even know (laughs) I wanted or that existed. Uh, And I saw myself in this 10 year time, me 10 years from now, I had retired from my business, um, which is like, whoa, so scary, (laughs) (laughs) because 10 years is like not that long. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was doing a lot of philanthropic work, uh, which is so cool, which is the reason why I started my business was to create a legacy, not only for my kids and their kids, but also for black and brown communities. Like that's super important to me to be able to give back to the communities that helped raise me. Um, and so to see myself there in 10 years was like mind blowing. So that's like my big goal, right? <laughs> but on the other end, um, like how do I get there? Is I have a very creative side to me as well. And I don't feel like I get to explore that a lot in my business. So I do see myself creating some type of creative, creating creative, (laughs) (laughs) establishing some type of creative component to my business, whether that's um, products or um, probably mostly products, but I really am into journaling. I'm really into affirmations and, you know, daily gratitude practice. And I'm like, I'm using all these tools and resources to do that. Like, how cool would would it be for me to create my own? Um, and give that to the world so that's like in my three to five year plan (laughs) I love that answer I've never had anyone give that answer before and I think that's so cool it's like we're all using these things anyway what if I made my own that was like the way that I want them to be and that I my my people need them to be (laughs) yeah so I'm excited that's kind of what I I just want to tap into that creative side a little bit more um which I guess I do that intellectually but I'm re- I was an art minor in college. And so I feel like I don't use that part of my degree at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know, well, I guess in my business, but not for other people. So yeah. I want other people to be able to benefit from it as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So with that said, 
what's what's a struggle like we the audience knows that this is a question that i always ask people what's what's the struggle you're going through right now or like just a piece that you're trying to figure out maybe you're not like struggling but like what's the what's the next piece that you're trying to figure out to get to the next step it could be like the launch having to do with the launch of your course or the two-year plan or whatever it might be what are you trying to like figure out um so yeah so i feel like two things one piece is that like how do i break into this creative side so i'm definitely a which i'm which is a struggle now too so i started off as a as a service provider and i guess i'm still providing a service coaching but it's very different because coaching is less tangible than copywriting right you know you come to me you need 12 emails great yeah, Here you there's go. deliverables. And <laughs> right, right. And coaching is less tangible. So I'm struggling with like pivoting um, to, to this business model and also struggling with um, figuring out how to, how to tap into that creative side. And if I do want to mm -hmm. add products to my business, like, is it a new business? Do I do it under my current business? Like how to logistically, how does that work? Yeah. Um, and then how do I market that? Like, how do I make it tie in to what I currently do? Or do I just offer it as something separate altogether? Right. So that's, that's a struggle that I'm having. Um, and then just in general, I guess, um, I don't know if globally is the right word, but sure. overall, uh -huh. um, I think I struggle a lot with client retention and it, and it doesn't have any, and I've learned to have to tell myself that it has nothing to do with me as a service provider. Yeah. Um, it's just the times because of what the world is experiencing right now. Um, and so people are having to sort of look at what they're putting out financially, um, make some cutbacks. And unfortunately, copywriting is the one thing. It's the last thing people hire, <laughs> the last part of the team that people hire, but also the first thing to go. Um, and I think it's because people feel like, all right, cool. You've been doing this for my marketing for so long. I probably can just kind of fill in the pieces for what you've been writing and do it myself yeah. um, instead of spending, you know, thousands of dollars a month on you <laughs> right now. They um, and so that's that, a struggle. But then what ends up right. happening is that they just don't do it at all now. Yeah, they don't do it <laughs> don't or they'll know. come back in like 30 days and be yeah. like, yeah, this isn't actually working <laughs> for me. more work than, than we realize. <laughs> right. So I'm just struggling with that, like, yeah. you know, the client retention piece and kind of and I and I have to detach the my value from it but that's a struggle as well like it's not about yeah. me it's, yeah so well and are, even even when we get in like I know you're still uh, launching in the process of launching your group coaching program but like I've worked a lot of my clients that I've worked with are um, people just like you who do have these like hybrid uh course group coaching programs yeah and i've noticed like a lot of them have the same problem like we've all heard about the completion rates of courses are like really bad yeah <laughs> like, and i'm, I'm a pro i have a problem with that too yeah <laughs> and and so like it's not just service-based businesses and so you you may even like get into that same issue when you launch your program of like and and it's it's easy to let ourselves take it personally like why are they not going through it like this is amazing like why right. are they not what's wrong why are they not going through it but i think it's, I, i'm glad you brought up that you are working like you've worked to not take it personally yeah that's so true like you can't make people do 
things. <laughs> you know, yeah, I you this can is, lead this them is, to water, but yeah. you can't make them drink. That's that. Yeah. Now I get it. My mom used to say that to me all the time as a kid. And I'm like, what in the world are you talking? <laughs> like, what do yeah. horses have to do <laughs> with this situation? But honestly, that's like, it's it's just a fact that, yeah, you, you can't make people do anything. Um, and you, and it's really a struggle and a learning process to detach yourself from the outcomes. Like I've had coaches tell yeah. me that over and over, uh, and I'm just now starting to really understand <laughs> what that means. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a hard mental game that you got to play for that yeah. to happen. And I think it's always a struggle. Um, but yeah, even with the, with the retention and, and the, and your course of like your program, um, are there, since we brought it up, are there any, anything any strategies or tactics you are using to in, in the making and creation of your program that is to kind of uh, thwart the, them from like, like being able to complete it. So you just mentioned that you have a really big problem with the completion rate average. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you doing then? Let me ask it in a better way. What are you doing um, to give your program the best chance of it not falling into that same kind of category of like, not, I mean, I get a lot of people that want it, but for some reason they're just not finishing it. Yeah. Um, I definitely think a variety of, um, learning modality, like catering to a variety of learning modalities, which I learned in the teaching world. Uh, so not just video, not just PDF downloads, but a variety of those things so that people can kind of choose. There was a really interesting course that I did finish that I took and they had for each module, she had the video, the audio, and then a like a readable version. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. So you could just choose how do I want to process this information? I'm not doing that, but I thought that was mm -hmm. a great, a great strategy. Um, but just, you know, catering to different learning modalities. So mixing it up with the modules, but also keeping things really short and simple and sweet because I don't want, you know, five minute videos. Great. I can, I can do that. Um, 25, 35, 45, that's when it becomes a problem and I'm, I'm less likely to finish it. So I yeah. think, you know, compacting the information into something that is easily digestible and you can give the um, user quick action action steps that they can mm -hmm. implement right away. I think that's the best strategy for getting people to finish courses. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, that's, that's great. Okay, Tiffany, we uh, before we wrap up, I just want to remind everybody that you have your by the time they are listening to this, you have your program, <laughs> Message Master Academy. They can go and connect with you on Instagram at tiffanylewis.propels, right? With an S at the yep. end. Yes. Okay, awesome. And um, guys, just go connect with Tiffany. I know she also hangs out on Facebook if you're not an Instagram user like me. Yes. And I don't hang out on Instagram. <laughs> so I connect with her on Facebook. Um, yep. And I think I love what you're doing. I think it's so important to help businesses master their messaging because a lot of people kind of push that off to the side and they're like, I just need to go, 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 like get my, get my customers, fulfill on the things. And then they get to a point where it's like, they're kind of stuck, right? Mm -hmm. They're kind of stuck. Like, yeah. I don't know how to grow from here. I don't know how this should look anymore. And they're yeah. getting worn out. And I think a lot of it comes down to those foundational things that you're yep. helping people with, with like, well, 
what is the purpose of your business? Why are you doing it? What's your vision? And so I think that's so important. Um, is there anything else you'd like to leave? Like, um, a last word of advice perhaps on, uh, to help people get a little bit closer to where they should be when it comes to their messaging. Um, so definitely, I think it's super important, like you just said, to revisit those foundational skills and not skills, foundational pieces. Yeah. And something that has helped me and helps my clients is a quarterly revisit of your why, your core values, your mission and your vision. Um, and just like, even if you, you know, take like 30 minutes to read over those things or you know, an hour to journal it out or whatever. Um, I think that that really helps you set goals for the next, for the upcoming quarter, but also um, celebrate your wins. And so I think it's just about making sure that those foundational pieces um, are, are easily um, infused into your business. And then that is how you best scale and grow. Perfect. Thank you so much for being here, Tiffany. It's been great having you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact, guys. If you loved this episode and you want to share it with other people, please be sure to do that and rate and review and subscribe if you haven't done that yet. And we will talk to you next time.